bit from from that goddamn. I'm sweating already. I was trying to walk back really fast to make sure I made it here. So I wasn't leaving you hanging, kid. You're fine. Thank you. You're finer. Hey. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's the nectar of the gods. The hungover gods, I fucking tell you what. Uh, well, oh man. Hi, Emily. Hi. Hi. How are you, kid? I'm good. How are you? Super. I'm I'm alright. I'm I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging in there. Uh, hey, everyone. Welcome once again to the Millennium Fandom. I am your host, Michael the Bubbazy Bubbers. I am here with the extremely wonderful, the incredibly talented uh, Emily Ware. Hi. Hi, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Emily is the other half of the podcast uh, that I enjoy, The Uh-Oh Feeling. Yeah. Um, you guys do a wonderful job. Congrats on 50 episodes. Thank recently, you. By the way. We didn't kill each other. It's great. Uh, kudos. <laughs> kudos. <laughs> kudos. So that's exciting. That's fun. That's awesome. Um, uh, so you guys have been having a good time with that. Oh, yeah. Um, is there anything uh, anything that, that you've kind of reflected on in the last... Well, because you guys have been doing it for a year now. Two. Two years. Yeah. Good Lord. I Two mean, years. Is there something about like the podcast that you guys have... That kind of sticks out to you that you've really enjoyed? I have a really hard time sticking with things personally. Yeah. So the fact that we've been doing this for two years kind of blows my mind. (laughs) And I don't know what it is. I think it's just, it's the hunt for survivors. Okay. Because it's easy to find killers. Sure. It's super easy. You just throw that into Google, you'll pull up lists. Mm -hmm. But like to find unique survivor stories, it's surprisingly hard. Really? We have to get pretty creative sometimes. Okay. Okay. Which is sad, but also it kind of makes sense with how everything is. Uh, Sure. Sure. And uh, like I said, I'm a huge fan. I've listened to, I want to say nearly every episode and it's, it's been, well, it's just, it is, it's really interesting. It's, it's. It's definitely still that um, that same sort of weird uh, niche that everybody has, where like you know when when people stay up late and watch uh, one of those weird late night like Dateline yeah. or something, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you're just fascinated, you're pulled into it, and you just want to know more, and it's it's bizarre. But it's a lot of fun. But that is not why you're here to talk to me today. No. You are here because we are talking Tolkien. Yeah. More specifically, The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings because... (laughs) Sorry. Pardon me. As I've just explained to Emily, I'm coming off of a, a pretty hard, like, afternoon bender. There was a Winona, uh craft beer fest and that was pretty intense and for anybody who doesn't live in the region in the midwest it is fucking hot out today so i took a pretty good nap before emily came um i'm working on that uh speaking of which i am currently drinking mountain dew to help curb whatever in the hell i'm dealing with hey em what are you drinking over there i have some of your whiskey that a gal you got the salted caramel the old smoky salted caramel tennessee whiskey yeah that a gal good on you how is it it's really good it is really good. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous. But yeah, okay, so we're talking token here. Now, 
I have to ask. Uh, I want to get. I want to get started with this by wondering where it first began for you. Where where did you first get introduced to Tolkien? Whether it be The Hobbit or The Lord of the Rings, was it the movies or the books? Books. That, the books. Okay, which ones? Um, I started with The Hobbit. Yeah. In sixth grade. Wow. Okay, that early. Right on. Yeah. And at that time, my English teacher in sixth grade was crazy. <laughs> how, like, how so? He was insane. He would ramble about nothing, and then he told us one plus one equals four, and it would make sense when we're older. What? Okay. I, I told you, he's crazy. <laughs> okay. Fucking hell. So we used to be able to, because it was an advanced English class, we could just tell him, hey, we're going to the library. And we would just basically fuck off for class in the library. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, okay. And like we do book reports and stuff. So on the reading list, one of the books was The Hobbit. And I picked it up and I read it. And the thing that like really stands out to me is mm -hmm. the first time I read it, I was really into Neopets at that time. <laughs> <laughs> You're dating yourself, kid. You're dating yourself. Yeah. I get it, though. <laughs> I, I'm right there. Yeah. So I was really into Neopets. Uh -huh. And all I could picture of the Hobbit characters, they were all Neopets in my head. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Bilbo Baggins was the one with like the floppy ears that looks like a bunny kind of, but it's like sad all the time. <laughs> oh, that was a bad time to take a drink. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So it, it made things really interesting when they were trying to bring down smog. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. Just a bunch of Neopets standing sure. around. Sure, sure. Trying sure. to kill a dragon. Well, sure. And it doesn't, it doesn't help, too, that they've got, like, the cutest names, too. Yeah. All the hobbits. Yeah. Like, no. It made sense in my head. Right, 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 right. So then I got older, and I'm like, all right, I like the hobbit. Sure. So then I, I picked up the Lord of the Rings series, and I just, like, powered through those. Nice. And they were no longer... Neopets. <laughs> oh, it got it got real. Yeah, it got although Legolas real. would be a pretty cute Neopet. <laughs> He'd be so pretty. He'd be just so sparkly and pretty. So, uh, well, okay. So it was it was this odd connection to Neopets that really turned you onto it, and it was it was a school assignment that put you into it. Mm -hmm. Um, but was it was it that connection to Neopets that that was kind of your defining factor, or or was there was there a point in The Hobbit where you're just like, oh shit, this is this is really good. I can really get on board with this. I didn't have that moment until I started Two Towers. Okay. Wow. So you were two two books into yeah. it before you kind of really before, like I had like that moment. Okay. okay. And I like remember it because I was like sitting in the library reading, uh -huh. and I opened it up and I'd started, and it just something clicked, and I'm like, all right, I'm in this for the long haul. Oh shit. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Remember me fondly. So, okay. Um, how do you feel like the movies... It, more, we'll, and we'll get into the Hobbit movies, but how, because we're kind of into the Lord of the Rings, how do you think that the Lord of the Rings movies kind of translated from, from the books? How do you feel they did? <sighs> oh, did I touch a nerve? I, they did well. <laughs> For what it was, they did yes. well. Okay. And it was always very exciting to see them. I saw Fellowship of the Ring in theater seven times. Oh, what? Okay. Okay. So, yeah. 
Okay. I forced my family to go on opening night. <laughs> nice. Very good. Very good. Yeah. That was that was my one power play as a teenager. <laughs> I'm like, Mom! <laughs> okay. Very good. So they did they did well. Sure. Okay. I understand why they had to cut certain things. Okay. Like Tom Bombadil, I get it. Yeah. He didn't play a major role in the books. He was just a really fun character. Fair. All right. Um, the one thing that really like stands out to me is them killing Haldir in the movies. Killing who? I'm sorry. Haldir. Haldir. He's one of the elves from uh, Rivendell. The blonde that gets shot. With the, Got it. Know. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. 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 He doesn't die in the books. Okay. Okay. So I'm like sitting in the theater. I'm really excited. I'm like, oh my God, it's Haldir. And then he dies. And I'm like, ah, no. Why would you do this to me? And Aww. I like started sobbing. No. And I'm like, okay. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. It was not a good surprise. Probably two towers. Probably two. So both in, in yeah. literary and in. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I think you're even wearing you're even wearing a necklace. I decked out and bracelet. I wore my charm bracelet today. Oh. It's you, you nerd. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Right on. Um, okay. So let's talk Hobbit then. So um, now The Hobbit was actually one of the books that I actually read. I, I have to admit, I did not read any of the three Lord of the Rings trilogy books. I saw all the movies and I, I enjoyed them, but that's coming from a fresh perspective because I... They're hard to get through. It, the Hobbit was kind of tough to get to, you know what I mean? But yeah. but it was still interesting. It was still yeah. interesting. I still enjoyed reading it. And I, I definitely, I I don't want to say I powered through it, but I enjoyed it. It yeah. was good, um, it, which was funny because it was one of those books that like um, I had just started really getting back into reading. And then I was going through all of my wife's books and she has this awesome fucking copy of it. Like it's it's not leather bound, but I mean it's got like a, a nice case and mm-hmm. green like you know fake leather or whatever. Like it's really cool. So I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta read this because I think it was just about when uh, Peter Jackson was gonna start directing the the Hobbit movies. Like when they just announced yeah. that they were coming out. So I'm like, oh, I should probably get on this. So I read it and it was it was good. I'm like, all right, get on board with it. It's fun. It's fun. It's kind of fun to to see a prequel, I guess. You know. Yeah. Um, but then yeah, the movies came out, and I was like, the first one was fun, but I was just more curious how they were going to make a trilogy out of it. I was just kind of like, I feel like you're kind of forcing it a little bit, but but I there I feel like we're getting into the argument of like, um, of you know the 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 whole discussion of. Of literature to film, you know, yeah. like what's okay and what's not. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. How, how do you feel about it? I don't know that they could have done it in one movie. You know, what about two? At least two. I, I, could, feel like... I could see the argument for two. Okay. okay. Three, three was definitely stretching it. And they, they definitely took some liberties. Yeah. You know. <laughs> was there anything about The Hobbit that, that you really enjoyed? The movies. The movies. Oh, man. She's thinking, y'all. Oh, she's she's looking out the window. I she's mean, thinking I, hard. I liked them. Yeah? It's not my go-to. Okay. 
Um, I thought they were well done. Okay. But there's nothing that really kind of stands out. Okay. I thought Smaug was awesome. They did a really nice job with that. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's... And then I kind of feel that, too. I, I feel like the the whole Hobbit trilogy, like, I I feel like they really forced, they really tried to eke out that third one. Yeah. I feel like that's just a yeah. lot of corporate. They like, milked it. Yeah, oh, God, absolutely. Like, we even have, we've got, you know, all three of the Lord of the Rings. My wife actually has all three of the director's cuts. Uh-huh. And then... uh that's the way it should be. <laughs> Okay, my goodness. When I marathon Lord of the Rings, we do the extended cuts. Oh my god, isn't that like a twelve-hour deal? It's like thirteen. Huh. It's fine. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Well, we went. We went and bought. Um... Excuse me. That was a cat. Um, <laughs> we went and bought the three hobbits. You know, as they were coming out. Mm-hmm. And I and we literally I want to feel like we bought the third one just out of necessity. Yeah. Like it's still wrapped. It's yeah. that we're just like, yeah, the, there may be a day where we want to watch this one again. Shut up, you bastard. I'm doing a podcast. Fucking cats. You can be my friend. So, I'm, I want to say this that's he's the most uh repetitive person or Bean, I guess, that's been on my podcast than anybody else. He's fucking knocked into the microphone, and he's jumped in people's laps, and now I don't know if people can hear it, but yeah, he's just fucking wandering around, just meowing around us. He's a little bastard. That's how Bam Bam gets. Except you can't hear him meow, so. Yeah, he's loud as fuck. Yeah. Bastard. Look at, look at that sack of shit. He's just lying down, head back. Look at him. Bam Bam just opens his mouth and pretends noise comes out. <laughs> he's a... It's a pretend cat. Yeah. 18 pounds of pretend. See, look, look at that. He's, he's so fucking lazy. He's like, he's like, no, nah, I don't even need to make a sound. You just, you know what's coming. <laughs> you know what's coming. You know what's up. Fuck. Goddamn cats. Anyway. Anyway. Um, do you have any ambitions or do you have any like goals to go to New Zealand? Um, well, I've already been to Australia. You have? I have. Okay. I wasn't able to make it to New Zealand on that trip. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Okay. I was there for a very limited amount of time visiting a friend who was doing her study abroad at the zoo. Okay. Down in Kane. So I was like, all right, I can't go this time. We did see the Great Barrier Reef. Cool. But I didn't make it to New Zealand. I do have a desire to go back. Yeah, yeah. I want to go to New Zealand. Yeah. But I've also been to Ireland, so that was pretty close. Ooh, okay. And the green hills. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It just doesn't have the magic moment. Well, and I'm sure you've seen, as well as I have, plenty of posts about the airport in there. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Like, they, they New Zealand is milking it. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And I, I'm good on them. That's It's fun. It's fun. Like it is. I, I, I would like to go to New Zealand just mm-hmm. to check that shit out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have a friend who lives in New Zealand who is also very obsessed with Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. and beyond. And she is equally obsessed with the Cimmerillion. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Which, which you and I discussed earlier. 
well, discuss discussed about not discussing it. Right. Because it's it gets into a whole a whole different aspect of this and it's a lot of information and it's confusing if you don't know what's going on. Yeah. And I know it from writing aspects because I've, I've worked with a lot of people with doing like collaborative writing stuff. And one of the things a lot of people tend to focus on is Lord of the Rings and Cimmerillion. Mm-hmm. The discussions I've had, I have had discussions online about Elvish corn. So when you get into like Cimmerillion levels of Tolkien nerd, that's Cat <laughs> made me promise because she couldn't come that I was going to mention Elvish corn, and here we are. <laughs> uh, okay, now I can't. I can't. I I, ref, I don't want to dig on anybody. I invited you on this podcast because I want to talk about nerddom. That was your mistake. But okay, I have to ask: What was the discussion about Elvish corn? Like, and what? How was that brought up? What context do you go online? You're like, were, I mean, was it an argument? Were you talking about how to best prepare Elvish corn? How go? <laughs> It was more a discussion of terminology and the proper word for the elvish corn, and there was a discourse, and that's where I'm going to leave that. How? Nope, nope, <laughs> uh, no. But I d- no, I'm burying this. <laughs> it's dead. Oh, <laughs> I really want to know about elvish corn now. <laughs> I never, there's, that's something I never knew I wanted to know more about than Elvish fucking corn. Oh my. Okay. Well, fine. Because I mean, there are also then like, all right, I'll give you this. Yeah. Let, lay it the on. argument was fucking valid. She can suck an egg. Because depending on the type of elf, there's different dialects of Elvish. Okay. Which then it can break down into different terminologies, different phrasings. It becomes a whole... A whole thing. A whole thing. Gotcha. So it was literally an art, like... It, it was a little, literal argument, or not an argument, a discussion about the best uh, way to properly pronounce Elvish corn. Am I understanding this correctly? Well, when you put it like that... <laughs> well, how else do you yes. put it? Okay. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just trying to understand. <laughs> I'm just trying to understand, Emily. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's giving me that look like, fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Ah. You know, I'll give you a different story to get us off the elvish corn. That cat would also want told if she was able to be here right now. Eh. So... <laughs> Okay. I yes. promise it's worth it. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. So one of the things that I didn't like about the movies specifically is like how much they worked Arwen into the movies to take away from like what Glorifindel actually did. Okay. Because then they would have had to explain who Glorifindel was and do all of that. Okay. Rather than just giving him a five second cameo. And I get it. Whatever. Fine. But I have a lot of feelings about book Arwen. Yeah. And her family. 
and like when I'm doing some writing stuff, the amount of like family trees I have to have open for elves because it's insane. Wow. Um, so I was drunk. It was New Year's Eve. I had been out with like Taylor and the gang. Uh huh. This always starts well. <laughs> it was like four in the morning. Oh God! Here we go. Cat had left a little earlier, and she was sitting in her room. And I came in, and I just started crying <laughs> in her why? room. Why? I'm like, why doesn't Arwen get a happy ending? <laughs> Oh, no. So I'm, like, standing in her room crying about elves. Aww. She's like, Emily, it's four in the morning. What are you doing? Aw. <laughs> Emily? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> you poor girl. <laughs> <laughs> so this really, I mean, obviously anybody crying in a room at four in the morning with, 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 with the induction of alcohol... It's, it's, it, whatever your argument may be, it's a little excessive, but this is obviously near and dear to your heart. I mean, be, beyond the aspect of alcohol and crying at four in the morning. How, uh, in what, in what aspect is it, is it really that emotional for you? Like, how is it that you connect on such a personal level with this story? Yeah, we're getting deep. We're getting deep. We're getting deep, kid. Oh, I oh, I don't know if I can out that much of my nerd. You, you don't have to. If you don't <laughs> want to, that's fine. I've done a lot of, like I said, the collaborative writing. And the, the story of Aragorn and Arwen has always been really close to me. Okay. And then also just exploring that further... And I was the kid in high school who had the, like, compendium oh, of sure. all of the everything. Yeah, yeah. Including, like, the continuation of their story. And do you know, do you know what happens when Aragorn dies? I don't. I don't. I gotta be honest, I don't. So, when Aragorn dies, because he's going to die, like, he's technically still immortal, even though he's got a really ridiculously long life. Right. They have their children... Yep. And then he dies and she wanders the woods for a year. And then I believe she dies where he proposed. Oh. <gasps> sad. See? It's sad. It's sad. It's sad. It's like this She dies of a broken heart. It's like this crazy weird nerdy uh uh love story. Yeah. Like Oh, like yeah. it's it's funny because people don't people just asso associate like a nerddom or anything with with literally just that like oh it's just dwarves and elves and blah 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 yeah. and all fight, this other fight fight smash yeah. smash dragon wizards yada yada yeah. yada but like yeah there's a lot of heart that's poured into that too yeah like and just like the minor details with the ents and in the book they have a lot of songs. Mm -hmm. That aren't included in the movie. Oh, yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard that. And they get more in depth with, like, the Entwives. Okay. Who are lost. Can you speak Elvish? I mean, I, I'm assuming you very much can since you had an argument about Elvish corn and the pronunciation. Not anymore. No? I used to be able to. 
I spent a very <laughs> ridiculous amount of time learning. Sure. Um, but I didn't stay up on it, and it's it's like yeah, a, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's if fair. I went back to it, and I was like, all right. I'm going to do this. Well, that's, that's kind of like my wife with a lot of like uh star Wars. The, the, I, I'm not sure. I can't remember what in the hell it's called. The, whatever the galactic, uh, writing. Mm. She used to be able to write and read that. Yeah. Like she was that mm-hmm. b- bad, that good. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not really sure which way, <laughs> which way it goes, but she used to, she used to be able to do that. And she actually would write some of that. And so like, yeah, right on. Yeah. Right on. Did you ever actually use it like in, um, were, were you ever able to use it in an actual like context with other people, like in, in full, like where you guys were able to carry on a conversation? No. Oh, bummer. I was like alone in doing it. Oh no. So yeah. <laughs> That's too bad. Is there, um, is there anything that you're kind of like looking forward to? Like, I mean, is there something, is there something coming up or, um, I mean, the Tolkien movie, mm-hmm. that came out. Did you go and see that? I haven't seen that yet. Okay. Is that something that you're kind of looking forward to seeing? Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Um, they're also in talks of doing The Cimmerillion as a movie. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Um, which I think would be really good. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Cautiously optimistic. If they, if they simplify it. Sure. Because the base of the story is fantastic, mm-hmm. but it's it's all the elf shit <laughs> that gets messy. Well, yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say like, what is it about about the Similarian that that is so complex? What what? It, anytime I've heard the Similarian, it's it's had just such a a stain on its name. It's just it's a lot because you have Feanor and his sons, and he steals these like crystals and is like hoarding them. And then you've got Arwen's ancestor who Mm. gets kidnapped and tortured and she was in love with a human and she was an elf and that's where that starts. So is Um, it it more directed towards the elves? Like the whole elvish line? Yeah. And it gets into the story of the sons and the complications there and then Sauron is more out and about. Okay. And it just, it gets muddy. Hmm. Okay. Okay. If you, if you don't come in knowing what the fuck the is background, yeah, it gets, it gets muddy and it gets wordy. That almost sounds like a fantastic Netflix series or something. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Uh, that almost sounds to me, because I started, I tried to start reading Fire and Blood. Oh, okay. Um, which is the Game of Thrones. Yeah. 300 years before the Game of Thrones timeline, and it's focused mainly in the Targaryens. And it's... I, I couldn't. <laughs> I, I, got, I got a few... I think maybe two or three chapters in before I was just like, I can't. I can't. This is, this is just too much. When you're talking about... You know, when it's going through the... Blood, and it, it's being read uh, in the... In the um, by, by the perspective of a meister, yeah. or a maester, whatever. Yeah. And so it's, he's very, it's written in the style of being very matter-of-factly. Yeah. So it's super boring. Yeah, I think the, the other side of it is the Cimmerillion 
is very dark. Oh, really? It's very dark. Okay. So, with, like, Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, you still have the super light moments and the funny banter. Sure, 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 And, like, you still get some of the songs. Yeah. But it's... It's a lot darker. It's okay. a lot heavier of a story. Okay. Okay. There's a lot of death. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Fun. All right. Yeah. Right on. I can get on board with that. Yeah. Uh, so where was the Similarian uh, when it was, do you, can you tell me when it was written? Like, because the Hobbit came first. I'm assuming that was his, was that, was that his first mm. or was the Similarian first? Do you know? Um, that I don't know. Okay. I'm just trying to understand the the timeline because the Similarian seems like it'd be some sort of like he he uh, Tolkien would have written the Hobbit and then written the Lord of the Rings series and then uh, but maybe that's just because that's the trend nowadays to right. to write fucking prequels and to do prequels. Everybody's doing Except prequels. I feel like he wrote the Cimmerillion before Lord of the Rings. Okay, because the Perfect. lore does come into play. During Lord of the Rings, some of the lore from the Cimmerillion. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but I don't know where on the timeline it fits where he wrote it. That's because he did also like just basically create the world and create all of the lore. Yeah. And create his own timelines of shit. So. And how? Uh, because you were saying that you you were writing and mm-hmm. you were doing a, a couple of things here and there. I mean, how? That that must give you a concept of how difficult that must be uh, to to just come up with not just individual characters, but a whole world. I mean, yeah. a, a fucking language. Yeah. I mean, uh, and I'm, I I think I'm giving Lord of the uh, Tolkien too much credit. I mean, not that it's not due, but I mean, several other people have done the same. Right. Uh, but but I mean, Jesus. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. I and mean, it's like if you break it down and you look at it and it's really actually super interesting with the language of seeing where it comes from, what he was taking from. Sure. Because um, like Elvish, the way that they broke it down, because there was actually a class being offered at UWM when I was still in Milwaukee uh-huh. on Elvish. What? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you're talking a college class yeah. on Elvish. Yeah. You yeah. Can... I um, wasn't able to audit it. <laughs> man, you... I was still in high school and I tried really hard. For anybody that knows the movie that just comes to mind, PCU. Man, you can major in Game Boy if you know how to bullshit. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's That's rad, though. Yeah. But it's like if when it's spoken and you're hearing it, it has a lot of... The romance language qualities. Okay. Of a lot of things aren't pronounced that are in there. And one of the things that I do remember when I was learning how to write it is certain vowels, you don't write them out. You just put like an extra three dots above something and it's there. Like an umlaut? Yeah. So. Okay. It's really. Yeah, because you speak a little bit of French, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I used to be fluent. I am almost fluent. If you th- threw me into Paris, I'd probably be fluent again in about a week. Okay. But, nice. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's share some similarities. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. 
I just I that it still with any any writer coming up with a unique language and unique worlds mm-hmm. like that just fucking blows my mind. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Much. Um, so when when all is said and done, so you've read the Similarian, you've read the Hobbit. You've seen the films. You've read The Lord of the Rings. You've seen the films. What is kind of your... How, how would you feel at, about the whole the whole thing in general? Like, are you are you pleased with what it's become um, from, the, from what you've read to what you've seen? Or, you know, I mean, I, I know that we've, we kind of touched on that a little bit, and you're like, eh, there's some things that could use some love. I, you know, I approached the Lord of the Rings movies the same way I approached the Harry Potter movies. Mm-hmm. Is it's its own entity. Fair. I Perfect. try not to draw too many comparisons because the book is never going to be the same as the movie. Yeah. yeah there are yeah. things you can do in a book mm-hmm. that you can't necessarily convey through a movie. Right. Um. And that's kind of one of the things I love about writing is you can have like just the line of dialogue and then spend a couple pages literally just on introspection and like recalling a memory and that kind of shit. Sure. That doesn't always translate in the movies. It's just, it's an expression. It's just, it's a look. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so I'm, I'm glad it's getting out there and people are watching it and are liking it and, mm-hmm becoming nerdy so if if you were to run into somebody who has never read or never seen the films i mean what would you tell them overall about like, about the hobbit or the lord of the rings I'd punch them in the nose first well why would you do that <laughs> that seems a bit harsh man it's a harsh world jesus jesus emily no i guess i wouldn't punch them fine <laughs> You just swear at them in Elvish. Maybe. <laughs> They'd have no idea. It'd be fine. Uh-huh. It'd be fine. Uh-huh. I'd probably oh. just tell them to start with the movies. Yeah? Yeah. Fair enough. Fair the enough. books, if you aren't a reader, the books are hard. Yeah. There's a lot of exposition. Mm-hmm. He liked to talk a lot. And spend three pages talking about a tree. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, they're hard if you aren't a reader. Okay. Like, I would probably ask them if they've ever read Cold Mountain. What is Cold Mountain? <laughs> a horrible book. <laughs> it's the worst book I've ever fucking read. Oh my God, really? I got so mad at this book. <laughs> And I had to finish it because it was for school. Oh, no. But it's about the Civil War. And they made a movie about it with Nicole Kidman. Okay. And it's... The book is just... (sighs) Oh, my God. She's so disappointed, everyone. so bad. (laughs) She's shaking her head. You guys can't see it, but she's shaking her head. Oh, no. Like, you think, like, Tolkien's bad about... Spending a couple pages on trees. Yeah, yeah. This fucking author of the Cold Mountain spent like a chapter talking about a bush. So, oh no, it's just uh, completely unnecessary. It's so bad. It's so bad. Like, let's move on. Guy. Yeah. So I would ask them if they've gotten through something like Cold Mountain. Yeah. Before I'd like turn them onto the books. Okay. 
Because, like, the, the Lord of the Rings series, the first book is the hardest one to get through. Okay. After that, it all snowballs. Really? Yeah. Do you think that's just because, like, you know what to expect? Or is it literally, do you think it's literally because it literally the story because picks up? Yeah, it picks up. Oh, awesome. I forgot to put my phone on silent. <laughs> I'm sorry. My phone's on silent. I know, and I told you to put it over there, too, even. <laughs> like, fuck. Uh, sorry. Well, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you, though, if I can real quick. The more you know. What, uh, what have you seen? What have you seen, listened to, read, um, anything that you feel like anybody who's, who's listening to this podcast would really be interested in also seeing, hearing, playing, doing, whatever else? Like, what have you come across last year, month, week? Just mm. yesterday, whatever. <laughs> There's my fucking cat. He's in my lap right now, little fucker. He just Hi. jumps up. Um, I would say check out The Magicians on Netflix. The okay. It's a TV series. Sure. Um. Also, if you have never played Borderlands, please. Please play Borderlands. <laughs> the video, the game. Yeah. The video game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Borderlands 3 is coming out soon. Yeah. I'm pretty excited for that. Very excited. <laughs> Actually, it took me a long time. I literally just finished Borderlands 2. Oh. It took me a long time. I Well, it, it's and it's not like because it was so difficult or anything. It's literally just because it was one of those games where like I'd pick up, I'd play for a while, and then I'd set it down, and I'd get yeah. distracted. Yeah. It's bad. But I like I like Borderlands because it has so many options. It has so many different things you can do. Yeah. And then also you can come back to it once you've beat the game and play it again with that same character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everything is insanely harder. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, Borderlands, definitely. It's one of my guilty pleasures. Right on. Also, if you've never done it before, play Bioshock oh. in the dark. No. Yes. No, don't. Do Listener, it. don't please, do it. No. Please do it. Listener. It's super li- fun. Listeners. And then don't. don't tell anybody else you're doing it so they can sneak up on you and scare the shit out of you. No. 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 I. <laughs> no. Do it. What was it? It was Bioshock Infinite that, mm-hmm. that was about to come out. And I'm like, well, I because that looks like super fun. It looks it like is. a really it's cool. It's an amazing game. So I went out and fucking bought like, what is it? The first, I think the first two, because mm-hmm. it was, there was two of them yeah. and then there was Infinite, right? Yeah. So I want to say that I bought the first two. There was a box set, brand new. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to fucking do this thing. So I fucking bought it. I started playing the first one. And I remember very specific, specifically, and I remember telling everybody about this story, how you get into it and everything, like all the supplies are so scarce. Yep. So scarce. Supplies yep. are insanely scarce. First, you meet that fucking doctor who's just like went fucking batshit crazy and is like slicing people up when he doesn't need to be. Yep. So that's making fun. splicers. Yeah, yep. like, and you, so you don't actually, you don't see them right away, but you like get like audio files and you hear them, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then you get, as you're walking through, you're like, oh fuck! You round the corner and there's this open area and there's just like a pile of bullets or supplies or whatever right in the middle of the room, mm-hmm. on the floor, and you're like, that looks suspect, but I need it. So you go, and as soon as you touch it, all the lights turn off, and then one spotlight right above you turns on, and you can't see anything except for like in in uh, 
relative speaking, like five feet in front of you, in front of the game, in the game. Yeah. And then suddenly you just hear some fucking mad lady dragging a pipe, laughing as she's like going by you and behind you and in front of you. But you can't fucking see her because it's dark and the lights are out. And you should... No, Emily. No. That's a bad Emily. It's a super good idea. It's that's super a, fun. That's a bad, bad Emily. Listen, I've been burned by this too. It's okay. I was playing with the lights off. Oh. And at the time, my couch was, I had my back to the entrance hallway. Yeah. And I had headphones on. Playing this game. In the dark. Home alone. And my roommate at the time came in. She like said hi a few times. I didn't respond. Because I was trying to hear because shit sneaks up on oh, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she came up behind me and just grabbed my shoulders. I screamed. The controller went <laughs> flying. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. But that's, that's, that's how I was taught to play it. Oh, my God. Taught by who? Satan? My friend who introduced me to the game. Oh, my God. We played it in his basement with the lights off. Oh. Yeah, now it's becoming clear why you do a podcast about murderers. Yeah, okay, listen. <laughs> she's shaking. Yeah, 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 she's shaking her head. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, <laughs> Emily, before before we, we leave here, do you got anything else that you've got uh, about Lord of the Rings? Uh, the Similarian, The Hobbit, that you just really are, that you really want to just talk about, that you really got kind of on your mind. I saw the Lord of the Rings musical when I was in London. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. There's a Lord of the Rings musical? Yeah, and the music's actually really good. <laughs> oh my. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Uh, I'm not necessarily happy, but I'm curious. You should be. It was really good. <laughs> like, what the? Who does? Okay. 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 The stage was oh. super cool. Are, how long ago was that now? Uh, about 10 years. Okay. Oh, so it wasn't a, like, is it still running? Do they still do it? Do you know? I don't know if they still do. Oh, bummer. Okay. Damn. Because that would be kind of interesting. That would be kind of fun to see. Yeah. Like... It was really fucking cool. A fucking Lord Lord of the Rings musical. Downside, they cut out Rohan completely. There's oh. no Rohan oh. in the Lord of the Rings musical, which is one of my favorite parts. Really? Yeah. So I was really sad about that, but the musical is done in three acts, so each book gets an act. Oh, okay. It's kind of long, because it's Duh. Lord of the Rings, but right. you, go, you know going in. Like, right, 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 right. What um, do you expect? And... All of Lothlorien is um, all aerial circus acts. It's okay. people on ribbons. Oh, fun. And like when they bring in Galadriel, she's suspended on a ribbon Holy singing. Holy shit. Yeah. So this is no bullshit production. No. They done did and it. And the stage is a turntable. But the turntable also has pieces that rise and fall. Oh, my God. So it 
for the final battle, it for it creates a chasm in the middle. Uh-huh. And all of the orcs in Urukai are on like the pogo stick leggings. Uh, oh, like, sure. Feet. Yeah, yeah. So they're doing like backflips and like jumping and doing all of these stunts. Oh my god. While fighting. And in between the second and third act, they actually come out into the audience to keep everyone in their seats. Wow. Because it's only like a five minute intermission yeah, yeah, while yeah. they set up. And <laughs> my friend got so mad at me. Why? Because I got up to go see them. Because if you get up, they like put you back in your seat. Okay. And they're in character and they're like grunting at you and like oh, stomping sh- at you. Shoving or, yeah. you know, whatever. Quote and unquote. they get in your face. And I'm like, I just want to see their makeup. Oh. <laughs> like, I just want to get close to see their makeup. That's all. Cool, man. I want them to reseat me so I can see this. Cool. Yeah. And then the ball rock comes out over the orchestra pit. Wow. Like into the audience. Okay. And they have a screen that comes down that Smeagol, when he's singing one of his songs, climbs down head first. I'm sorry. I'm just imagining Smeagol sing a song. It's really good. I will. I am going to show you a clip when we're done here. <laughs> it's my precious. It's our nice and clean. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> Like, what is he? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to show you. Okay. <laughs> and then they also have the beginning. The Hobbits have really cute songs. Um, and also, like, really, like, feely songs. Like, Aww. shit gets heavy, and it's really pretty. And it's like... <laughs> okay. Um, but they begin the show with, like, some of the Hobbits out there catching fireflies. Aww. And, like, they actually have the lights, and, like, they're catching them. And then it goes into their container, and it's no longer floating up there. Aw. Okay. It's crazy. Right on. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Is that something, like, have you ever been able to find it, like, a, an actual, like, DVD or anything of it? I haven't been able to find a DVD of it. Oh, damn it. I have the, the special release CD that has some footage with it, but okay. not the full show. Okay. And then um, it was on Spotify last I checked. It might still be on Spotify, the soundtrack. Ooh, Okay. So anybody, anybody who's out there who's good at the webs, get at you, gal. You find Emily Ware, and you let her know if you have found this Broadway musical. Or musical, I guess not yeah. necessarily Broadway. West End. West End. Shut the fuck up! We're doing a podcast! Shut the fuck up! <laughs> God damn it. Sorry, everyone. All right, anyway. Well, hey, Em. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on here. Thanks this, for having me. This has been interesting. This has been genuinely interesting. Like, it's it's funny because like I, I get I get very much in that mode where I'm like, ha, nerd. <laughs> Says the fucking dude who's got Star Wars shit hanging around all you know, yeah. I don't need to say it. it's nothing I yeah. She's looking at me like, yeah, fucker. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, listener, if you could see her face at me right it's fine. now. I have yeah. a bunch of captain america memorabilia at my house so like that's all right it's fine that's all right that's we're living it man yeah. the world is shit and we're enjoying what we can while we can yeah party on wayne party on garth awesome thanks am thanks thanks for being on for what i believe this is my 10th episode <gasps> congrats thank you so much oh my god here's to however many more well we said we have to get to 420. <laughs> so <laughs> if you if you I'm make gonna, it 
I'm gonna past get... 69. You yeah. have to go to 420. I was going to say, man, I got to make it to 69. Yeah. Party hard. I'm glad we're, I'm glad we're so mature. <laughs> yeah. Super adults. Super adults. Awesome. <laughs> hey, thanks, listeners. Uh, tune in next time for the next one, which is going to be... I don't fucking know. <laughs> 